All right. What is this? YFT 189. A lot of episodes. A lot of episodes. Is anyone still on Facebook other than like your friends from high school? I open it up when I get into my office, but I'm like looking through it and I'm like, wow, it just it's just people from high school and college now, you know? That's all it is. It's just like friends from college that like never transferred over into the Instagram age. <laughs> They're like stuck. But then again, I guess I'm on it as well. So I'm one of those people. I'm just really there for like the woodworking videos that somehow pop up and those two guys that like build crazy pools with like two sticks in the Amazon. That's basically all I'm on Facebook for. Well, that and pimple popping videos. All right, let's do this thing. Color up. Hello? What's up? I'm using the microphone that you like. I do like that microphone better than the last. Really? Yeah, it's got better compression, bruh. Very interesting. How you doing? Not too bad. I'm not going to lie to you. I've had 600 milligrams of caffeine today, so. Wow. How do you even know <laughs> that? What do you have, like a beaker? What are you, a scientist? Well, I know that there's a, I, I'm pretty sure there's approximately like 80 milligrams of caffeine in a cup of coffee, and I've had two. Okay. And then I'm pretty sure they say, I'm pretty sure they say there's either like 150 or 200 milligrams. No, I think it's 100 milligrams per shot of espresso. And I had a latte with two shots. So that's 200 milligrams. So that's almost 400. And then I had a Celsius that's 200 milligrams. So we're almost about 600. Is that a lot or is that not enough? I, I don't really, I don't um, really know. Pretty sure that's enough to make my heart explode. But here we are. All right, good. Well, then you'll be high energy for the episode. That was the whole point. I feel like there's a lot more ribbons from horse shows-ing, uh behind you right now than there normally oh. are. No, they're about the same. Are you trying to what, you trying to flex on me right now? Uh, no, they're always there. Those are all old ribbons. Oh, yeah. Are you done horse showing for a walk? I feel like the the you've been on a circuit. I have been on a circuit, the winter circuit, if you will. Uh, I have one more at the end of February. And then I take a little breaky, uh, probably until, I don't know, I might do one in the spring, but listen, I'm sick of this non-international traveling that COVID has, you know, dealt upon me. I miss my international travel and I am determined to go see some places this summer. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So uh I'm going to take a little breaky from the horses, I think, in the summer and try to hit Europe, maybe Greece. Maybe do a birthday trip, see some places, you know? All right. Well, you're back from the uh, the horse showing circuit. Mm. I'm back from my golf tournament. Yeah, you aren't too far from me. Why the fuck is it so cold in Florida? Dude, I don't know. Like, it was the on Sunday, the final day of the tournament. I had to go off at like 8.09. Oh, it, that's what time my class was. It was 39 degrees. Ex 37 degrees where I was. Yep. Uh-huh. Okay, first of all, you ever try to do anything in 37 degrees? Can't do it unless it's skiing, you know? <laughs> or like yeah. figure skating. Other than that, you can't do dick. If you're doing anything with your hands, give me a break. Because you can't feel well, them. Hello, I have to hold the reins with my hands. It's dangerous. And the thing, the thing about, I don't know about golf, but like I can't go in there bundled up. You have to wear the, the, the tire, right? Like the show jacket and the paper thin white breeches. Yeah. Like you can't bundle up to go in the show ring. I was fucking freezing. Suffice to say, I don't know how your Sunday went, but my Sunday went very badly. Mine was tough. Yeah. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I just, I, just I kind of gave up. I'm not going to lie. I'm not, not proud to uh, say it, but, 
Um, your boy kind of gave up, and that's what happens. With I, I mean, it's not a cold weather boy, you know. I'm a warm mm. weather guy. I I did feel like you and Ben got quite a bit of press on their Instagram, though. Well, to be fair, there are real celebrities there, right? There are right. like real athletes, World mm. Series winners, and you know, quarterbacks and real actual celebrities. And then there are people like Ben and I who are not real celebrities, <laughs> but we do have a big following. So we help in other ways, you know, mm -hmm. we got there for like a players meeting and they were like, Hey, so we'd really love it if you guys would all like post and like do stuff and use the hashtag. And I think for all these like, you know, 55 year old pitchers in baseball, they're like, I don't know what the fuck is what they're talking about, you know, but for <laughs> yeah. Ben and I were like, okay, you know, we know what to do. Yeah, we got it. So I think uh -huh. once they figured out that we were savvy with our social media, they were like, just go to them for any, you know, just make sure they do the talking. But it was so much fun. First day went and I'm going to do a quick recap. Okay. Okay. So I was playing in an LPGA Pro-Am event. Pro-Am events is like, it happens in the PGA as well, where they have like celebrities play alongside the pros. Okay. But this one in particular, it was interesting because I don't have like a pro teammate. It was just all mm. the celebrities were against all the other celebrities and all the pros were going to see all the other pros. Okay. Oh, okay. So I went out there first day, very nervous because there's cameras and, you know, photographers and, and gallery and everyone, you know, up next on the tee from Monterey, California, from the bachelorette, it's Wells Adams, you know, and you're just like, oh my God, I would have killed somebody. But I went out the first day, shot 78, left a lot of lot of stuff out there on the course, but I was tied for eighth after the first day. How many are there total? How many days? You said you were tied for eighth? Yeah, there was like 59, 60. That's a lot. Yeah. And also, like, there are much better players than me. There's probably 20 to 25 players that have higher handicaps than I do mm -hmm. or lower handicaps than I do. So I went out there, played great. Second day? Not so much. Came back. Was tied for 17th. Still top mm -hmm. 20. Still feeling it. Mm -hmm. Third day, played great in freaking sideways wind and it was cold and everything. And I went out there and I was focused to play great. I think I moved up a little bit to like tied for 16th. I don't know how everyone else did well. And the last day happened, eh, we lost a lot of strokes there. <laughs> Not going to lie. Ended up falling down to, uh, I, I believe I'm so, I was solo 22nd. But for my mm. first time out there, not bad. Could do better? Yeah. All right. Was I terrified? The whole time. Did I have a lot of fun? Yes. Can't wait to do it again next year. And a lot, I'll tell you what, a lot of YFTs were out there and a lot of Batch fans were out there. Wow. How'd Ben do? Not as good as me. But he, oh. but here's the thing. He blew his knee out. So he hasn't oh, been right. able to play for the past like six months. So he went in there like having, having not played golf for a very long time. And I think he- yeah. Thought he would do better. Dude, if you don't do something for six months, I mean, I was amazed that he was able to get around the course with with his knee. Mm -hmm. So he didn't do as great, but he has done well in the past. So we had a lot of fun and it was great. And um, Dini, I saw his parents were there. I freaking love them. Dude, Dave and Amy. Dave and Amy. We're oh, they're the best. We're adopted. We're adopted by them now, my, my brother and I, because we went out to dinner with them every single night. I hate to break it to you, but they adopt everyone. Yeah, I know. I think everyone feels <laughs> close to them. They make everyone feel like they're the most special person on the planet. Yeah, they are very, very wonderful people. Anyways, it was so much fun. 
and had a blast thanks to the LPGA and the Hilton Grand Vacations and all that kind of stuff. Um, I will say this. No one believes in the pandemic in Florida. Like, no, oh, yeah, no. no one wears masks. Like, no. we went into a gas station and, like, not even the attendant was wearing a mask. And I was wearing a mask in there, of course. And I feel like everyone looked at me like I was a crazy person. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They were like, man, where are you from? New York City? <laughs> New York City? Remember that? That was like a salsa commercial back in the day. Made a few birdies, had some fun. Oh, so this is my this is my favorite part of the whole thing. So the 18th hole is tough because it's kind of like there's like grandstands, a lot of people there. There's a DJ playing music when when you walk up to the green. It's like from season 12 of The Bachelorette and everyone's favorite bartender. It's Wells Adams, and everyone's like, "Yay!" And you're like, "Hi, what's going on?" So I, every day I'd gotten to that tee, and I had. I was just so nervous because I was like, oh, my God, everyone's going to laugh at you. And I double bogeyed it every single day. And so finally, in the last day, I was What's playing. bogey again? Bogey's one over, double bogey's two over. So Is that bad? Really bad. Really, okay, really got it, bad. Got it, got it. Like the Actually, no, the first day I didn't have a double bogey. The first day I bogeyed it. And the second day I double bogeyed it. The third day I double bogeyed it. And I didn't have a whole lot of double bogeys. Uh, but it always happened on the 18th because I was nervous. And the last day, my brother, who was catting for me, he was like, we're not double bullying 18. We're not doing it last day. So finally, I hit a drive that was in the fairway. The second one, I was too much of a wuss. Didn't go for the green. I mean, I tried to go for the green, but I was scared of the water. So I landed a little bit right, and I chipped up to about like eight feet, right? So everyone's there. <clears throat> and I was like, this might be my last opportunity to do something like this. So finally, like right before my putt, I, I look over the crowd, and I was like, come on, let's go, like that. So everyone started screaming, like, oh, God, go!" And my brother, who's catting for me, goes, you fucking idiot. What are you doing? And I was like, what? He was like, you can't do that before you putt because if you don't make it, you look like a fucking idiot. And I was like, oh, you're right, man. <laughs> so I step over the putt and be like, oh, shit, I don't know. Anyways, I ended up making the putt. And I was like, you, 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 like pointing at the crowd like I had just fucking won the Masters in our 22nd Isn't golf place. golf like a quiet sport? Yeah, I know, but then <laughs> not this one. Anyways, great times. Great times really had funny. in Orlando. You want to start the show? Oh, yeah, we should do that. Yeah, it's me or you. I think maybe you. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull & Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash style 
file and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code favorite at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code favorite thing. So the Bachelor. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. Before we before we do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been in a car for ten hours today, and I have a few things to say. Oh, okay. I know America as a whole, like as a country, we're not that smart, like right, like it's pretty well known. Yeah. But honestly, I really start to lose faith that any Americans have any sort of like decent IQ at all when I'm driving the interstates. Totally. Everyone's against self-driving cars. Not me. <laughs> I think we all need to go that route. Okay, let me tell you. Okay, here's my first problem. Okay, Georgia. Let me give Georgia a quick shout out. They've been doing what I've been saying for years. I don't know when this happened because I don't I don't recall the last time I drove through Georgia this being a thing. So they have a three-lane freeway and trucks, semi-trucks, cannot drive in the far left lane. It's illegal. Ooh. There's signs. Start trucks with six or more axles or whatever the fuck the sign says. You can't drive in this far left lane. Okay, genius. Because that is what causes all of the fucking traffic when those stupid semis see you coming up, going 82, and they decide to whip in front of you going 45 for no reason at all. They shouldn't be allowed to do that. Georgia, you got it right. No semis in the far left lane. The minute you cross over into stupid Tennessee... Trucks everywhere. Trucks in all three lanes. Trucks going 40 miles an hour. People weaving in and out trying to get around the trucks. Can't do it. Causes all this traffic. Causes all these pileups. I just sit for like 45 minutes in one spot because all these semis were in all three fucking lanes all the way across the interstate. Tennessee, why can't we get a lane where no semis are allowed? It would be so much better. So much less traffic. So much less road rage. So many more happy Americans. Mm. That's all I have to say about the, that. Also, let me just, guys, if you're driving... And you're in the far left lane. Okay. This is like lesson one. The far left lane is the fast lane. Okay. The right lane is for slower drivers. If you are in the far left lane and you're going 70, I understand the speed limit 70, but if you're going to 70 and you see someone come up behind you, clearly going faster than you, clearly wanting to continue going faster than you, and you have room to move over to the right and you don't, you're a fucking piece of shit, asshole. And I came across so many of them on my 10-hour drive today, I could explode. Wow. Like, how do you not move over? How do you not move over? Like, listen, if someone, if there's a big truck in the right lane, totally, like, that's one thing. It still pisses me off that you're going slow in the left lane, but like, whatever, there's a car there. But if it's open and you make me going 82 on my cruise control and you make me cancel my cruise control to go around your slow ass in the other right lane because you can't move over, I'm pissed. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> I don't like people, I like when people don't use their turn signals when you're waiting to go right out of a parking lot or something and someone's coming up and then they turn right and you're like motherfucker dude if you had turned your turn signal on i could have gone because i would have trusted that you'd have done it but you, but yeah. you didn't do it yeah dude we need self-driving cars immediately i mean tesla's got some i know here's the thing i like driving cars though so i'm gonna keep my license but i'm also a good driver well, how do we not have to retake a driving test I had to when I moved out here. Oh, really? And I got to tell you. It, Tough? I was, well, not really, but I was nervous because I was like, fuck. I, first of all, I'd been at the DMV forever because I had my Tennessee driver's license. And finally, I was like, I need to have my California driver's license for voting reasons. And like, I just think it's like the law. So mm -hmm. I got up there and they're like, you're going to retake the test. And I was like, what? And I'd been there for like an hour and a half waiting in the DMV line because 
sucks so hard. So then I had to go like sit down and get ready for the test. And of course, then I just like started looking up the, you know, what, what the questions were. And I was able to pass it just fine, but still scary. I think we should have to retake it every like minimum 10 years. Well, I don't even know if you need so much the the written test. Right. No, no, no. But yeah. the driving part. Yeah, like just show that you can still drive around. Yeah, because there's people that are like 85 out there that can't see yeah. that are driving. Yeah, but they know, how, you know, like you need to turn your wheels towards the right if you're parking downhill, you know, on the right hand side. You uh -huh. know, like they know the rules of the thing, but they that doesn't mean they can drive, you know? I know. Serious concern. Yeah, old people. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm -mm. All right. And rant. But I'm just like, nothing makes me more mad than having to turn off cruise control. Yeah. You know, you're a cruise control like, have, baby. You know, uh, having to hit that brake and cancel that cruise control. Just mm, nothing makes me more mad. They got some of those cars with like smart cruise control that like see the car in front of you and like slow down and stuff. My Jeep has that, but I have trust issues and I don't use it. Yeah. Smart. It me. Smart. That's not past trauma or anything. Wearing its ugly head. No, no, no. No. Nah. Speaking of past trauma rearing its ugly head, uh, this episode of The Bachelor was very, very traumatic for a lot of people. Yeah, it was a doozy. They brought Caitlyn in to do like the Nick Vial bit. Totally. <laughs> which is like, do your feelings. <laughs> uh, I thought the one Nick did was a bit more intense than this one. Well, the one Nick did was he was like, just so you know, a bunch of your ex-girlfriends have DM'd me telling me how terrible you guys are. So do you, right. do you have anything you want to say? <laughs> so you just should have yeah. lied. Whereas Caitlin was like, you know, what are some of your insecurities? Which, you know, I mean, it was cool that everyone got to kind of show what their insecurities are, but everyone has the same insecurities. If I'm being, if I'm being honest, you know, yeah, for sure. But that's not what we're going to start. We're going to start with Cassidy because oh, why does she have to go home? I don't want her to go <laughs> I don't understand how, first of all, how you tell one of the other girls in the house <laughs> your secrets and don't think that they're, that's going to get out. Like, and it, 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 she didn't like, even when, when Clayton was like, I have to talk to you, that's not even what she thought he was going to talk about. But like, she, how do you not know? Like, oh, I told this other girl, she's going to tell on me. Yeah. Like, hello, you can't tell these girls that shit. No. And <clears throat> You, you can't tell other girls that, and you can't say that with producers around because producers are just looking for things like this. Like, have you never seen the show? Like, what is wrong with you? Aside from the fact that, like, you've got a fuck buddy on the side. Like, whatever. Who cares? Like, that the first time that's ever happened on this show. But to be so dense, to think that it was an okay idea to tell anybody— I mean, I have got no sympathy for you, sister. No, zero. I did love that when, <laughs> so when she's, she lies about it and lies about it and lies about it. And finally, she's like, so I've been FaceTiming with you. So everything that you said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything that you actually, yeah, everything they said is true. And I've been FaceTiming with this guy. And, you know, if I go home, and like, whatever. Uh, and then I love it. She starts crying like crazy. And she's like, I just didn't think I was going home. So what she's upset about. Is not like, is going home. Yeah, it's not losing Clayton. It's going home and like not being on the show. Like totally, all, all the things she said. She said everything wrong, which is why I love her so much and I want her to stay there so badly. Well, she'll come to paradise, obvi. I hope so. She's like prime paradise material. Yeah, yeah, so good. 
Oh, the other thing that I liked. So he likes Eliza, it seems, right? I like Eliza. Yeah. After the AA meeting that they go to <laughs> talk about their feelings. <laughs> Ooh, uh, he's talking to Eliza. And, you know, like, they're like looking in the mirror and they're like, man, we're a power couple, you know, which I'm like, yeah, OK, whatever. And then Clayton goes, we have impeccable taste. And once again, I'm like, Clayton, bro, you're wearing a hoodie. A hoodie. Underneath a fucking blazer. Like, yeah, I don't it's not know. It. Like, I, it's not it. I don't know who you think you are. Also, how hot are you? Because there's a bunch of I know I've been there. There's a bunch of lights in there. You got <laughs> you got a hoodie. And a blazer on, bro. And also, like, like I just. <laughs> is this like the athlete? Like, it's, maybe that's something I don't know about. Like, athletes are just like, they just always wear hoodies. I don't know. I think so. I think they do. Yeah. And the fact that he's like, man, our style is impeccable. <laughs> what? No, her style. Yeah, she looked impeccable. great. Yours? Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm. If I was one of the girls, I'd be like, sweetie. We got to get you out of a hoodie. I don't know what's happening here. Like, are you worried? Is it, is it going to rain later? Like, do you know something we don't know about the weather? <laughs> so then Sarah goes on this date and Becca's hosting. And I'll be the first to admit that I defend the show a lot more than most people because let's be fair. They still pay a lot of my bills. That mm -hmm. was a stupid date. And I did. Totally. It was just like, I don't. But you guys got to get kind of naked, I guess. But not really. I don't understand. Why are we taking their clothes off and running around? No, I thought it was weird. Honestly, like, is that even legal? I mean, I'm sure. They weren't really <laughs> naked, but like. No. It was just like, what? And then the singing was just like, ah, ooh, cringeworthy. I can't do it with I this. I thought Sarah's rap was pretty good. Her rap was great, but like Clayton just being like, grabbing the mic and being like, son, I'm done making this up as I go along. I was like, oh, <laughs> God, what is this? Like drunk karaoke, you know? Yeah, it was bad. Thank you. I really like Sarah, though. Seems sweet. Got a good story, you know? Mm -hmm. Then they have the Baywatch date, which is like, <laughs> today it's about people getting kind of naked. Like, that's the episode we're doing. Got it. First of all, no one on that date was alive when that Baywatch was on the air, by the way. No. No one knew that actress's name. They had to feed that to them for, for sure. sure, bro. And they couldn't even get Yasmeen Bleeth or Pamela Anderson. They had to get like some seventh, eighth person on the call sheet in Baywatch, you know? <laughs> like, where's David Hasselhoff? He couldn't be hassled. Can't hassle the Hoff. <laughs> I love when she was like explaining <laughs> CPR to people. And I wanted to be like, lady, 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 lady. You're not a real <laughs> lifeguard, okay? <laughs> you like, are... She probably doesn't even know CPR. No, 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 no. Someone taught you how to look like you know how to do CPR when you were filming in the mid-90s. But you don't know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> no, I thought that they, that date was so boring. Also, his is like undershirt tan, real bad, guys. Real bad. Can we get a spray tan in here? I know. What's happening? Where's the spray tan budget? Also, was that sunscreen even real? Because he got so sunburned on that date. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Which brings us to Shanae. <laughs> oh, freaking Shanae. I love her so much. Ugh, I'm sure you so do. Great. I just like can't imagine. I can't imagine Clayton like watching this right now that it's live and like seeing all the bullshit she says off like when in her little what is it ITMs or whatever. Yeah. 
I mean, when she goes and tells him that she's being bullied by everybody and then goes into interview and is like, I was so good. I even started to I cry. Know. I was he like, believed me. Oh, I know. It's like, oh my God, she's evil. She's pure evil. evil and I love her. <laughs> <laughs> if she says like, this is a competition one more time, yeah. I'm going to freak. Like, it's not, I mean, it is, but it's not like, that's not you, like, go sign up for, uh, like survivor or something. Yeah. If you want to be on a competition show. Well, here's the thing. She's right. And she's wrong. Right. Because it, well, there's only one person at the end of this. Like you should, I mean, I know. So she's right. But about you're not that. competing. Like you're not really competing directly against the other girls though, for shit. Like, I know. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. She's right and she's wrong. Her being like, it's so annoying that they're all being like so happy for one another. You know, it's like, okay, you're not wrong about that because you want it to be you, but it's right. also showing that like you are maybe a, a sociopath. Like you have no empathy at all. Like you don't care about anyone but yourself, which, which is great. I love it. But she's not wrong <laughs> when it comes to what she's saying. I know I'm not a therapist, but now I've done the show so many times. It's always the same thing. It's always... People who are insecure projecting their own fears about themselves onto other people. It's always the same bit. Yeah. Everyone's mean. Everyone's a bully. Wait, hold on. In your ITM, you just said all these girls are stupid. They're all pretending to be friends with each other. Uh, I hate them all. I want Elizabeth to go home. Okay, that's you being mean. <laughs> You're project That's you. You're talking about yourself mm -hmm. here. I do feel bad for Elizabeth because... It's like she picked her at random yeah. to like make the enemy. You know what I mean? And like I do feel bad for her. I do feel like I I feel like she like got too emotional when Clayton brought it up. Like I, I wish she would have just kept it together a little bit more, but at the same time, like you kind of can't blame her because I mean, the girl is just relentlessly making her the enemy for no reason. Yeah. It's like, have you ever been accused of something you didn't do? And it's so frustrating because you can't convince anyone otherwise but it makes you so upset because you're like i didn't do that i didn't do yeah. that I didn't, know what to I didn't freaking do that and then when you start getting crazy people are like maybe you did do it i don't know like i know or like, it's terrible yes my favorite line of the entire episode with is was no one's bullying you it's just no one likes you there's a difference i know <laughs> so one of the girls said that i know and i wrote <laughs> it down being like it's so funny and is that bullying I don't know. I think that's a word that we just throw out a little too easy these days. Yeah. People aren't being mean to her. Yeah. They're just not being overly nice to her. You know what I mean? They're just not like being fake friends. Yeah. They're just kind of ignoring her because nobody likes her. And I think that's fair. Yeah. Anyways, I just hope that she sticks around for a while. I don't know. The problem is that all those girls are going to come to Elizabeth's defense, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so it's going to be over. But I, I'm hoping that they figure out a way because it looks like they're teeing up for a two on one. But that wasn't an option for the three dates this week. Well, I feel like it's so early for a two on one. I know. but We got a good feud going, you know, we do. We do. Let's push a rose ceremony back and get a good. Let's get a helicopter mm -hmm. and get a good old fashioned two on one. It's been too long since we've stranded somebody on like a hillside <laughs> with a helicopter. <laughs> Poor Olivia. <laughs> Olivia got stranded. I think Ashley Iconetti got stranded. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> there is nothing. I mean, that's what I miss the most is just that this is what COVID's <laughs> done a lot of things to hurt me this this past couple of years. But not being able to use a helicopter to strand someone in a two-on-one is fucking up there. 
It's true. Oh, God. All I know is I'm just excited for Paradise because like, right off the bat, I mean, we're going to get Cassidy. I mean, I'm pretty sure that Shanae ain't going to be there for the whole thing, you know, so we're getting her. The, mm-hmm. Engaged girl, Sally, she's got to come down mm-hmm. there. I was doing oh, an interview sure. for like Us Weekly while I was doing that golf thing, and they were like, who do you want to see down Paradise? I was like, I want to see the engaged girl. And then you know who I also want to see? I want to see the engaged guy. We didn't get to meet him, but I want to hear about him. I realize he hasn't been on any show, but you know what? He was brought into this whole thing, and I got to know who this fucker is. I got to meet this guy, you know? Oh, my gosh. I need Elizabeth. I, I, I need Elizabeth down there. I need Elizabeth to be in a relationship with somebody, and then I need freaking uh, Sinead to come down and steal him for a date. God, I'm like the fuckers are already beautiful. We're episode three or something, <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's all I got. I guess I'm batch. All right. Well, good stuff so far. <clears throat> Loving it. You got some faith things, bro? Bro, no offense, Bachelor, but my favorite. Reality Trash TV is back. Have you started season three of Too Hot to Handle? Oh, no. Oh, it's so good. It's on Netflix? Netflix, yeah. So what's good about it? It's just so bad it's good, you know? Is like, Too Hot to Handle a, the one that's like... They can't kiss, they can't have sex, they can't touch. Yeah, and, and there's, and there's like, like an prize Alexa. prize money and they deduct. Yeah, there's an Alexa that's like watching the entire time. Yes. What's her Genius. name? Uh, Lana. Lana, yeah. Lana and it's just like everyone's beautiful gorgeous of course but it's like all these girls with like huge tits and huge lips and glammed up 24 mm-hmm. 7 and they're dumber than a box of rocks and I love it so much yeah but you know what's funny my favorite couple so far of course like I, I'm such a sucker for like the real deal it's Bo and I can't remember the guy's name he I can barely understand him he's from somewhere in the UK where, where he talks like so his words are so slurred like I literally can barely understand what he says and she hers is kind of like that too they're both Brits and you can barely understand a word they say but they're so cute and she's like the most plastic looking girl I've ever seen and she's so sweet I'm obsessed with her all right I'm gonna start watching that I do love too hot to handle yeah, there's some hotties on there this time. On both sides, or? Yo, yeah, there like all. I, there's some really pretty girl. My favorite girl, I think the, the girl I think is the prettiest is uh, a girl from Colorado. Her uh-huh. name's Holly. She's so beautiful. Okay. I always like the girls that like don't wear makeup and still look stunning to me. Yeah. And that's Holly. She's so pretty. She's got jet black hair. She's just so pretty. And there's a guy on there that's like very. He's like very like Machine Gun Kelly vibes. He's like paint in like Pete Davidson vibes. Like paints his nails and he's got he's completely tatted. He's super pale. He's California boy and he's got like curly hair like fro to one side i mean he is a vibe and he's kind of hot it's good you gotta watch all right speaking of pete davidson man what's he doing i haven't heard anything well he's dating kim kardashian and then now kanye west is like rapping about him and it's like you know saying that he's gonna kick his ass or something and i just i gotta be like i think pete davidson's an evil genius he's got everyone talking about him it's true he has made zero bad moves in this crazy game of celebrity chess that yeah, everyone else is playing checkers and he's playing fucking 3D chess over here with this celebrity status. And it's just <laughs> with this big old donkey dick, I guess. But I'm just impressed with everything that's happened. He bought a ferry with Colin Jost for some reason. Don't know why. Wow. Huh. But can you imagine getting to the point where Kanye West wants to beat you up? That's tops. I thought that nailing Kim Kardashian was tops. Wasn't even close. Wasn't even close. That's like Eminem writing a rap about you, you know? <laughs> As cool as it gets. You're right. 
Speaking of shows on Netflix. Have There's you- so many. How come all the shows come out at once? How come all the, like, I've got six shows to watch that all just came out at the same time. I don't know, but. Why don't they just stagger it for us? I don't, I don't know. I'm. Just for months, we've had nothing to watch. Now, all of a sudden, we've got Too Hot to Handle new season. We've got the new season of Cheer. we got the new season of Ozark. We've got, I'm still watching 1883. We've got The Bachelor. i got so much, so many shows, I can't keep up. Okay, you can't complain about good shit being out, all right? <laughs> Anyways, you just mentioned it, but have you started Ozark? No, because I'm trying to finish all this other shit. Ooh, girl, I tell you what. Jason Bateman is in it again. They're never going to be able to get out of this mess, you know? Oh, never. Marty Bird keeps on making deals that are going to, like, keep (laughs) stuck in this. Marty Bird. Marty Bird and Wendy Bird keep on making bad deals with, like, worse and worse people, you know? It's, oh, you got to make a deal with the heroin dealer. Oh, you got to make a deal with the FBI. Oh, you got to make a deal with the gangsters down in Mexico. Like, who's next? Like, eventually, Marty Bird's going to, like, get to the final boss. It's going to be, like, Vladimir Putin. He's going to make some deal with him, like, get out of something. And it's not going to work out. And his kid's going to be like, that's dad. Fucking make another deal. You know? <laughs> But anyways, yeah, you got to get into it because like now Ruth and Marty are on the outs and, you know, Jonah is angry that, you know, his mom had her brother killed from the last season. Dude, why it's still slamming Darlene? I can't with that. I can't either. I'm surprised Ruth isn't like, Wyatt, what are you grow? Like, what are you doing? You know, like not only not only she is like 50 years older than you are. But, like, she's a crazy person. She's terrifying. What's happening? She's not being a good big sister. No. Anyways, Marty Bird, stop making deals. <laughs> Eventually, it's gonna, you're going to run out of time. I do love it, though. And then the other thing that I started watching on Netflix that I'm digging on is a show called Archive 81. Have you heard of it? Oh, I've heard of it. I heard that I'll never sleep again if I watch that show. Yeah, so I watched the first episode. It does seem kind of scary. Scary. It's, it's, it's a scary, spooky thing. So here's the tag. An archivist hired to restore a collection of tapes finds himself reconstructing the work of a filmmaker and her investigation into a dangerous cult. Archive 81. So, oh, sounds great. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. So it's it's a this guy, his name's Dan Turner. His whole thing is he takes like old VHS tapes that have been damaged and he can fix them up and clean them, you know. They've been in like mm-hmm. smoke damage or flood damage or whatever you can fix them. So he gets hired by this one guy to go save all these tapes, but he has to do it up in the Catskills. Can't move the tapes cuz they don't want to be ruined. You're like, well, "What's going on there?" And like up in the Catskills, of course, like there's no internet service and like his phone doesn't work and kind of creepy so he's there all alone in this like little compound and he's like slowly unraveling the story of what happened and it's he's like somehow tied into it i think so yeah it's super creepy but it's really cool because you have him doing it in present day and then he's watching the footage of this girl that's like filming on like an old super 8 camcorder so you get to watch her footage and then of course you also get to see like the footage of her filming. It's not all like grainy and, you know, like Blair Witch Project. Archive 81 on Netflix. I'm only one episode in, not for the faint of heart, but very good. Is there something about like you go to like a different dimension or something? I'm not there yet. Maybe. All I know is I was told that there's like a, like I sleep to like a white noise machine every night, you know? 
And I'm told that that noise is what they listen to to like get transported to some freaky dimension. And I'm like, well, I can't, I can't associate that with the sound that puts me to sleep every night. Yeah. That'd be crazy. I mean, every time we do go to sleep, we do kind of like fall into a different dimension anyways, if you want to get specific <laughs> about it. It's terrifying. Dream state could be like a whole different reality that we don't realize, you know? Well, I never remember my dreams, so mine's ever? boring. Hardly ever. Wow. Interesting. Very rare. No soul. Yeah, I guess so. I remember my dreams are pretty weird. <laughs> pretty Do you have weird. any that are like always recurring? I'm the one that everyone else has that like I haven't been to class all year and I'm pretty sure I'm going to fail this class and fail out of college. I get that one all. I don't time. know anyone else that has that dream. Oh, it's one of the most recurring dreams for everybody. Hmm. It's like that, and like being naked or whatever. <clears throat> no, I don't have those either. My two, when I do have dreams, the top one always, it'll rotate between like usually one of my animals, but usually like one of them's missing or, mm. or stolen or something. And I'm like panicked, right? Trying to find them or save them or whatever. Yeah. That's like number one. And number two is I'll have dreams occasionally, usually after I've watched certain television, uh, where I'm being chased. It's terrifying. I still have the in the weeds at a restaurant dream. Don't love that one. What's that? You know, when you're in the weeds, like you're like, you got... 17 million things to get for different tables and you're just like in the weeds. Oh, you know? oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were a hostess. You never had to deal with that, but us waiters, you know. Oh, I waited tables a little bit. Did you? Yeah, at a pizza place. It was really fun. Oh, nice. So I saw this on the internet and I thought it was so interesting. Did you know that your tongue doesn't rest on the bottom of your mouth? It rests on the top of your mouth. Think about it. I think I knew that. You knew that your tongue rests on the top of your mouth? Yeah. And defies gravity? Well, it's a muscle, so it's like programmed to just sit there, I guess. I know, but you would think it would sit on the bottom part. I think it would just be limp, but instead it's <laughs> up. I hate that visual. Yeah, so I'm doing the thing with my hand. I hate it. Okay, uh, everyone else out there that isn't Brandy, right now, think about it. Close your mouth and realize where your tongue is sitting. And it's always- My tongue, I can just, I'm, I'm like always aware that my tongue is touching the roof of my mouth. I you are? Like. Yeah. I'm not. That's weird. I'm not. No, you're the weird one. <laughs> Anyways, I thought that was very interesting, but apparently I'm stupid. I need to go get some hoodies to wear underneath my blazers. <laughs> <laughs> you got a hoodie on. I know. God. A I, Nike hoodie. I got to have a blazer on that. I got to get to the bottom of this. I got to talk to a producer being like, are we sponsored by a hoodie brand? Like, what's happening, guys? I'm not sure if I've seen Clayton in a button-down yet. Other than maybe the first night? I don't know. I don't, I, to be honest, I don't pay that much attention. I don't either. Should we talk about football at all, or is that just, like, way, like, above us? Well, <laughs> I mean, I do want to talk about it because, I mean, it was some amazing games. What do you think about this coin toss drama? What's the coin toss drama? Everyone's like up in arms on Twitter saying that coin tosses shouldn't determine the outcome of football games. I guess, I'm assuming they're talking about the Chiefs and Bills. Yeah, because it's the way it works is that overtime, basically whoever wins the toss gets wins the, the ball right. first, and that means they could win the game first. Yeah. yeah. So everyone's up in arms saying that like the Bills should have been able to answer. I agree. Right? Like that the, the whole rules of the overtime need to be changed, and everyone's freaking out about it. And then you got the other side being like, well, if your defense sucks that bad, you don't deserve to win. And it's just yeah. a whole thing. Well. I don't 
I don't know how I here's my thing is like I get the argument that the coin toss shouldn't determine the game and I get that obviously whoever wins the coin toss get, has an advantage but at the end of the day like you can't just continue to play football until eternity like it's got to end and a coin toss is the most objective way to end the freaking game you'd still need a coin toss no matter what to decide who gets the ball first I think yeah but if you keep letting teams answer it could go on forever I just think that they should have a, you play another quarter or have them do something crazy. Like in hockey, we have the shootout. Same with yeah. soccer. They have PKs. Mm-hmm. They should do something crazy like that where it's just like march the two kickers out there and they both got to <laughs> kick until like someone misses one. You until know? someone misses. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'd be kind of fun. I don't know. So how many more games do we have till Super Bowl? So we have the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship. And then so, so just two more two more games and then the winners of those two go to the Super Bowl? Yes. So Love technically to see it. three more games. Right. Yeah. Go sports. Go sports, sports, guys. Big sports gal. Big sports guy over here. I wear a lot of hoodies underneath blazers. <laughs> see, that's how you know I'm a sports guy. Uh, you want to do some fuck you very muches? Ooh, yeah. All right. Uh, F you very much. Five stars from J-B-Z-E-G. Uh, I'd like to send an F you to all the musicians who are suing the pod. I love when <laughs> Wells and Brandy go through all their fave new artists and songs. I was hoping that Wells and Brandy would also make a Spotify playlist so we can enjoy some of the new tunes, but they won't get sued. Thanks to the, the weekly entertainment. By the way, we do have a Spotify playlist, so go find that. Just go to our Instagram, and then the link tree has it there. And you know what? Yeah. I, I'm thinking we should bring it back. We haven't gotten sued now. I mean, come on. Yeah, we could. If someone did sue us for playing 30 seconds of their song and saying it was one of our favorites, that's such a dick thing to do. <laughs> you know? I know. Can you imagine being like... But pe- pe- people are people are crazy. I know, but that's such just a bitch thing. That, like, we're saying we love it, and we're telling people about it. Like... Don't you want people to hear your music? No, people want money. People want the money. Yeah, hey, listen. But here's the thing. Us telling about telling people about their music makes it so more people stream their music, which makes them more money. Well, I guess what we could do is just list it off and not actually play it. No, we got to I mean? gotta play it because you can't, you know, it doesn't make any sense if we're just like, oh, yeah, the new one from Toenail. And people are like, I don't know what that sounds like. And then I try to describe, oh, well, you know, it's kind of like indie pop. Okay. What's that? Can you sing it? No. I don't know. I'm not Clayton on that date. I can't sing it. No, 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 no. This one, this was coming at you. You may, you may tell you the one that's coming at you? Sure. This is Sassy Massey, 8787. Five stars. F you very much. Listeners since day one. Love the transparency and the authenticity Wells brings the show. Brandy. I guess you're too concerned with your influencer life to actually be vulnerable and authentic with your audience. Can't even give us the details more than liars and red flags. Bye, girl. Bye. I want to love you more, but I can't when I don't feel like you're authentic. People want, wow. the, people want the tea, girl. You know? So me pouring my heart out about Reinhardt <laughs> and all the tragedy I went through with that clearly means Mm-mm. nothing to this YFTR. Not to Sassy Massey, 8787. Wow, 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 wow. Let's see. This is from Abby Pretoriti. Five stars. Hi, guys. I was listening to the episode, Merc- Mercury is Retrograding and Men Are Liars, the morning of my interview for a big internship. As you guys always make me laugh and I needed some giggles. Long story short, I took 
the TikTok advice on saying I'm excited and it worked. I got the interview. Thanks to the random stories, great recommendations and great advice. Such a great pod. Hey! Oh, I meant to tell you, I tried that. Yeah. And I had a rail down in my classic. So <laughs> yeah. It didn't I tried, work for me. I tried it too. And I, I hit a lot of balls out of bounds. But you know what? <laughs> and I was excited. I was excited. Okay, this one is from Al M2, five stars, Island Boys. Not sure if Brandy actually knows what the word insane means or is she has some sort of insanity scale, but her response to everything is that's insane and it's not even close. Find another <laughs> phrase. Also, Wells, congrats on that hole in one. You are officially an old white dude. Love you guys. <laughs> that's insane. That's insane. I do say that a lot. You do. I like that one. That was good. That is good. Uh, five stars from Bree D three. Great name, by the way. Uh, I'd be watching crap TV without you guys. That's true. And for Mandino one two three four. Subject line: Funny stuff. Five stars. Love the banter. And erotic grandpa is my favorite. Always Ew. makes me laugh. Don't stop, erotic grandpa, man. Oh man. Erotic grandpa is going to make a return one day, and it's when you're least going to expect it. You know what we could do, Brandy? Because you don't listen back to these shows, I could totally just edit in an erotic grandpa, and you would never know that it happened. You're right. I would never know. I never make it past like 10 minutes into our pods. I'm like, yeah, I had to listen to it. Oh my God. I love I just it. Really, I just really can't stand the sound of my own voice. Yeah. That's insane. You love your voice, huh? Love it. I love to listen to myself talk. Great. I'm so funny. I'm so hilarious. Great timber. Timber? Timber? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to do, I'm going to do some music to close this out. Oh boy. I don't care, man. Make it um, did I tell you I'm coming to LA in two weeks? You coming to LA? Going to LA. Why are you going to LA? For the Super Bowl, duh. Can you get me tickets? No. Oh, why not? I'm not even going to the game. Oh. But Miley's performing that Saturday night at Crypto Arena or whatever it's called now. Oh, cool. With Green Day, actually. So I'm going to that. Wow. You trying to go? Yes, can I go? Mm hmm. Okay. Cool. See you there. Sweet. Who's suing us this week? I'm going to do some Wild Rivers. I like them too. It's called Bedrock. They're great. And also, I do believe they like messaged us before and like said thank you for us uh, promoting their stuff. So I don't think they'll sue us, which is good news. Oh, that's great news. Yeah. I feel like we should go out on this. Seems only right, considering what happened on The Bachelor uh, this past week. But I want to say, uh, we need some more uh, fuck you very muches out there. So uh, hit us up on, you know, the Apple Podcast. Give us five stars. Tell us whatever you want. We'll read it. And we love you guys. Those this week were good. They were good. You guys are getting back into it. I like that. And you know what? I'm Loved just going to start throwing in some, some erotic grandpa without Brandy knowing and then <laughs> whatever. Great. Um, do you know what the song is that we're going out on? No. Oh, man. What does that have to do with The Bachelor? 
This is the the Baywatch theme. Oh. Sing. We spent all our money on the Baywatch theme, but we couldn't afford to get Yasmin Bleeth or Pamela Anderson or definitely not Harrison Ford. It also cut into our spray tan budget for Clayton. <laughs> I think this is worse than his song. It is. But it's less embarrassing because less people are watching it. You know? Don't you worry. All right. You good? Yeah, yeah. Let's right. go. Later. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.